right now joined by Trevor Long from EFTM.com. And Trev, bit of a change happening with KO Sports, including uh, the pricing. Yeah, look, the thing about KO is it is the only place you can get all the sport that Fox Sports has without having a Fox Sports subscription. They launched like two or three years ago. Mm. Um, it was 25 bucks, And it's been that price ever since. It's gone up as of, uh, I think, next week, actually, uh, to $27.50. Oh. So $2.50 a month more. But it doesn't sound like a lot in the context of a $20, $25 subscription. But, I mean, for $2.50, uh, four times more than that, you can get stand, you know, a whole stand subscription. So mm. as a percentage, is not much, but it is still the most expensive streaming service on the market. Um, but it, what's fascinating is they also at the same time introduced a new lower tier. So at the basic level up until now, you've been able to watch it on two screens. So yeah. let's say your laptop and maybe your, your kids or your partner might be watching it on there on the TV or something. So now there's a new entry level tier on which you can only watch it on one screen and it's $25. So I think they've done it purely to be able to say, KO from $25 uh, because the, the entry-level price stays the same, but the yeah. entry-level product is slightly different. Look, the difference with KO, obviously, compared to all the other streaming services is it's actual sport, and so a lot of people right. who love sport love... Like, I love ice hockey, so I watch uh, the odd game that they chuck up, but the thing with KO... You're the one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the one that puts it on there. Uh, but the thing with KO is they've still got ads on it. It's the same with friggin' pay TV. It's like, I yeah. thought we were paying for no ads. But anyway, you still get the ads as well. They so. never said that Foxtel would be ad-free, but we all, we all have this disposition that because we're paying for it, there should be no ads. And I think, especially in this world where you can pay 12 bucks a month and not yeah. get any ads on YouTube. So, yeah, it's it's a challenge, but KO will always have ads while ever Foxtel has ad, have ads because it's the exact same content, just on a different platform. But Foxtel didn't have that many ads years ago, I should Surely, I don't remember them being ads. Maybe, maybe it wasn't that popular, and now it is popular. They've got, they're selling more ads. You know, that's yeah. the problem with popularity. It's, uh, it drives success, and that success in case of sport means ads. Now, let's talk about Fetch, because Fetch, uh, I mean, this is all about streaming entertainment. If you've got a little Fetch uh, box, you can stream loads of stuff. That's right, and there's a new Fetch box coming out called the Fetch Mighty. It's uh, It's been upgraded with all new internals, which means it's going to be able to cope with all the future streaming services. And the Fetch box, they've just added uh, Disney Plus as well, so a big win for them. But also, what about this? Telstra has purchased, uh, subject to ACCC approval, uh, 51% of Fetch. Now, Ooh. for them to invest in the business uh, is a huge deal. Telstra have, have, for a few years now, had a thing called Telstra TV, this little set-top box that yeah. you can get through them. Well, the Fetch will replace that over the years ahead. So anyone signing up for Telstra, for Telstra TV will actually get a Fetch box. Uh, so a big win for Fetch. And on pure numbers, it'll probably make them very comparable to Foxtel in terms of number of households in Australia. So I'm assuming a Fetch box and a Telstra TV box, uh, they're all the same as Apple TV and uh, Amazon Fire and all those sorts of ones. Yeah, it's true. They're all very similar. They all have their intricate differences. For example, um, Fetch is very free TV oriented, so you can watch all your Channel 9 and the like. Yep. Um, and Fetch has a huge movie library, so... There's a few differences. I think Fetch is the best all-rounder. Um, if you're super tech-savvy, I think the Apple TV is probably the best box. Let's talk Kogan Mobile because they're changing up their sims. Yeah, this is huge because if you want to switch to Kogan Mobile today, oh, up until today, you've needed to go to a service station and get a SIM card or you need mm. to buy a SIM card and they'll post it to you. But now you can go online, order an eSIM, and that eSIM is actually just a QR code. You scan it with your phone. As long as it's a reasonably new phone, mm. it'll actually create a SIM card electronically inside the phone so you 
you can instantly begin the process of switching telcos. Wow. So I think it's a big win if you're thinking today, hey, what's a good deal on there? And you find a good Kogan deal, you can actually switch today because the mobile uh, SIM card doesn't have to be sent to you. It's actually delivered via email. So we're looking at a, a potentially a future of this moving into SIMless phones because it's all just, you can scan it on a QR code. There's just no need to have a SIM card anymore. Um, and that, that will absolutely be the case. Even now we've got dual SIMs where you have a physical SIM and an eSIM. I think yeah. we'll get to a point in not, not too distant future where we'll have multiple eSIMs on a, on a phone. Trevor Long talking the latest and greatest in tech. Where's all the information? EFTM.com. Joined by a local MP, Dougal Saunders on the phone. You're also the Minister for Agriculture. I got that right, yeah? And Minister for Western New South Wales, which is where I'm talking to you from this morning, actually. Sunny Cobar. Sunny Cobar, it is too. It's a beautiful day here in downtown Cobar, one of the um, you know really significant mining towns in our western region, which has seen lots and lots of things happening over the past couple of years. So uh, here for the Western Division Conference, so all the councils right across the Western Division gather once or twice a year to run through a whole list of scenarios that they're working on. And we had a bit of a get-together last night. It was good to catch up with councils from you know, everywhere from Warren, uh, to, to Walgett, um, Burke and Canamble and uh, Cobar, obviously, and everywhere in between. So it's been a, a really good start. We've got a, a big day of, of conference today where um, I'll be talking about some of the things that we're looking at achieving as a, a state government, but also hearing, importantly, from some of the, the local players to see what has or hasn't been working from their perspective and how we can keep working together to make sure we achieve the things we need to achieve for Western New South Wales. Hey, I did see that you, uh, you're a part of the opening of the new Boundary Sheridan Road extension. I saw, you, uh, <laughs> I saw the photos of you. You were looking great via the iPad. <laughs> Via the iPad, yeah. Look, it's uh, probably the most unique opening I've done ever. Um, I was there. It was it was slightly bizarre, but it was fantastic. I was I was being carried around by the CEO Murray Wood from Council. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what, I actually went for a drive there uh, yesterday before I came out to Cobar, and it is fantastic. That that yeah. whole extension now through from Sheraton uh, just it, it will make a difference each and every day, literally each and every day. And um, so delighted that we could actually finally get that done. There were holdups, obviously, with COVID and a few other bits and bobs, but it's now fully functioning. It's a big road, got cycleway there as well, yeah. and it'll make a difference to, to getting to and from schools, particularly, Very busy. but also just people that are you know, skipping around that part of, of Dubbo rather than going through the CBD. So yeah. fantastic to be part of that. It just cuts so much time off that end of town. It's brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. And look, it, it is a growing part of Dubbo. There's mm. absolutely no question about that. It's apart from residential, there's also quite a commercial development in, in progress there with a, a new club, um, new facilities up that part of, of Dubbo. So it will start to grow more and more over the next couple of years. It will change completely. So exciting times ahead. Let's talk about the uh, the the state rescue challenge at RFS in SES all there at the showgrounds over the weekend, uh, simulating uh, various sort of uh, emergency scenarios. Yeah, yeah, and look, it was it was a challenge. So it was actually there was competition being had, but there was also really good learnings there. Um, so, so there were there were manufacturers of some of the gear they used to cut people out of cars, like the jaws of life type of thing that we we hear so much about. Um, so they were testing new gear um, and and yeah. giving crews the chance to get their hands on that, uh, but also just experts in the field that were there to, to give them pointers as well. So um, literally, probably a couple of hundred people from right around the state that were there from SES and V. And also New South Wales Fire and Rescue. Really a big show for a few days, and that sort of wrapped up yesterday, all being held under the Expo Centre. So when it was rainy, it was okay, they kept going. Um, lots of excited people to be there. And, and they do scenarios where 
you know, they, they might have a scenario where somebody's fallen at a building site and they've got a, a piece of Rio through their chest mm. um, and then they're dealing with that as a rescue organisation. So, you know, things like that where they literally have what looks like a piece of Rio sticking out of somebody and you've got to deal with it. Yeah. So lots of time and effort, lots of makeup <laughs> artists in the background doing the work as well. So well done to everyone involved in that. And then zipped out to the zoo actually yesterday afternoon and um, they had a, a big thank you for RFS volunteers. The association put that together. Again, about 1,500 people from around the state that yeah, came wow. to Dubbo for a, a day and a night, had a day at the zoo, a big picnic day yesterday to say thank you for everything that RFS members actually do. And, mate, it was awesome. It was great to see families there together, having a yarn about the good, the bad, and um, and, and how they love being part of the RFS. So really good weekend in Dubbo. Local MP Dougal Saunders, thank you so much for joining us today from Cobar. And I don't know if you've got a chance. I know you're a busy guy out there, but if you've got a chance, do you want to scout the, um, the local bakery out for food, dude? Yeah. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be great. <laughs> I mean, I know you're doing seminar talks and all sorts of things, but, uh, you know, food, dude, my show is probably more important than all your, your formal duties, right? I'll see what I can find. I'll see what <laughs> Go I can try the local pies out. We'll chat to you next week. See you, buddy. Currently joined by federal member for Parks, Mark Colton, on the phone. Mark, I hear you going to a, a bit of a rocker fest, music festival tonight in Warren. Yeah, so looking forward to it in Warren. It's uh, at the windows on the wetland, uh, which is a beautiful facility just on the edge of Warren. Mm. And uh, uh, so it's a chamber music festival. I've never been to one before in Warren. You're a hardcore uh, they rocker. They're pretty... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, I'm a little bit. I'm, I like two sorts of music: uh, LA country and western. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, uh, they tell me that it's a it's a it's a wonderful uh, event. I think it goes over a few days. It's just starts um, tonight, and uh, so looking forward to that. But uh, in England at the moment, and uh, uh, we. Um, um, this morning, uh, along with the council, opening up the extensions to their medical centre, and uh, they've done a really good job in partnership with the Commonwealth. With, with the federal government's put money in, uh, uh, and partnership with the uh, Bogan Shire. And um, what they've done is created a, a facility that uh, not only has room for, for GPs, but allied health and uh, community health and, and the like. And so, uh, as a result, uh, they, they have attracted doctors to come and work here. So it's a real success story. And, uh, a you know, great win for, for the community out here. Doing a bit of a Western New South Wales tour, by the sound of it, Mark. Yeah, so yesterday was terrific. We're out at uh, Wilkenya, and uh, uh, the the uh, Ready organisation have purchased the supermarket, and uh, it's been managed by uh, Outback Stores, which are organisations actually backed by the government as well. But they've cleaned up the supermarket, um, and uh, and they've got access to, to fresh um, food, fresh food, you know, fruit and vegetables, um, and it's just the community uh, is so appreciative because it was very, very, very substandard before. Uh, and um, having you know, people were driving, um, you know, sort of 400 k's round trip to Broken Hill just to buy their groceries, yeah. and so uh, now uh, they're uh, they can get it locally, and the prices are comparable to uh, to what you would you know find in Broken Hill. So uh, they're pretty happy. Good story, and a lot of local people working there. So, yeah, everyone was pretty upbeat, actually. It was, it was a pretty good morning. Good morning to be in town. Of course, uh, the landscape over the next couple of months, pretty busy for you guys in federal government. Yeah, so it is. We're only a couple of weeks out now from the election, and so, um, you know, we'll, we'll see where that goes. Um, you know, um, it's, uh, you know, there is a lot of interest in it, um, and, you know, people um, need to realise that it's not... Uh, a popularity contest it's not you know oh, it doesn't really matter who you put in everything's the same because you do need to make a, an informed choice because um, the, the opposition do have 
a different uh, mindset to doing things to what the, the government does. And so, uh, no, there's a lot of focus on, uh, on what we're doing at the moment, but uh, it'll happen soon enough. Federal Member for Parks, Mark Colton, thank you so much for your time this morning and enjoy your day in Ningen and, that, and that Rocker Fest tonight in Warren. <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be great. Uh, it's a beautiful spot. If you're ever out Warren Way, you should go and check it out.